listening to the Hometown Losers, the St. Louis Sports Podcast, with Josh, Adam, and OJ. Hey everybody, welcome back here to the Hometown Losers Podcast. This is session number 37, shout out to Kevin Smith. And I'm joined always here by my co-hosts and OJ and Adam. Gentlemen, how are we doing today? Doing great on this Friday the 13th. Oh, yeah, I didn't even recognize that was Friday the 13th. Yeah, I'm at this. It's Friday. Yeah, I was going to say we need to I was going to say we need to also uh, do a little shout out to uh, to Jason as well. So Jason Jason Voorhees got to do a thrush throughout to him as well. Shout out to Jason Voorhees. Shout out to Kevin Smith. 37th episode in a row. There you go. Uh, yeah, it's my uh, boy. Yep. <laughs> yeah, it's uh, that's crazy. I didn't even know it was Friday the 13th. Uh, didn't do that's weird. I went to uh, went to Spirit to take a look at some uh, some costumes and stuff like that on Friday the 13th. Interesting. Mm-hmm. Maybe, well, you maybe should have picked up something. Yeah, yeah exactly. should have picked, picked up a, a hockey mask. There you go. Yeah, something man yeah but yeah that's interesting uh but yeah obviously we normally do our podcast on thursdays but uh we got to watch the blues game last night and let's go blues to friday so yeah let's go let's blues. go chiefs if you're josh and chiefs. adam yeah if you're oj the uh, the nfl doesn't exist i don't I'm sorry there's another oh, i don't pay no, attention man. to the robber barons league all right i know that's not what i'm about trouble, man Oh, good. Well, and uh, speaking of that, though, let's go STL City. Let's so go let's STL about, City. Let's yeah, go. Let's talk about yeah, uh, STL here, guys. So yeah, quick update uh, for the listeners here. We only have one game left, but we are 17, 5, and 11. Uh, that's 56 points. We have clinched first Woo! in the West, and we have also have uh, the most wins in the first year by uh, an expansion team. So uh, I tell you, City is is really, really good. We are also, by the way, second in goal differential um, right now with plus 19. Columbus has got plus 20. But this has been uh, an incredible year for St. Louis, um, especially picking up an expansion team and really showing, um, you know, MLS and not even just MLS, but the country that we really do like our soccer here quite a bit. And we really do pack the house um you know they yeah they we don't even need Messi here we could just no, show no, up exactly yeah and yeah. if it wasn't for Messi, we would have had you know four players in the top 10 of jersey sales now that being said a lot of that's going to be because you, you're selling a lot of those jerseys to brand new users you know like myself um that that are not users uh but brand new like fans and stuff like that you know what i mean so you're gonna have a little bit of a spike there users of the yeah users of the jerseys there you go you're an end user jerseys yeah exactly um it'd be interesting to see if like klaus is still on that list next year leuven on that list next year as well or berkey i'll Uh, buy one next year just to make it happen there you I go. mean, I still yeah. haven't bought one. So. Yeah, I haven't either. So I'll buy one next week, uh, yeah. next season. There you go. Probably. I buy a jersey I and I. And it'll have shoes. a patch on. It'll have a patch on there showing that you know we won the cup. So there you go. Be nice. Oh, Hell yeah. Mm-hmm. So if they uh, if if SDL City wins uh, the MLS Cup, we're gonna get face tattoos. I'm just kidding. <laughs> I'm little, down. Let's do it. Yeah. Yeah. There's a. Too likely. <laughs> uh, 
way too way too much of a probability field on that one i'm not gonna touch that one yeah it's uh yeah i mean like i wouldn't uh go ahead it could be small it can be small little dot on your cheek it could be like one of the little tears you know like i'm just so happy i'm so happy Maybe yeah. I'll sh- like maybe I'll shave my beard and like get it on my jawline. And oh, there you go. And then you never the see it ever again. <laughs> you it, there yeah. you go. Yeah, there you go. Anyways, uh, so <laughs> let's talk a little bit about uh, winning the West here. Uh, just kind of get one of your your guys' general feelings here. You know, what does this mean for City going forward? OJ, I'll start with you. What do you feel that St. Louis winning? the West does for STLSC going forward is it does the MLS teams all of a sudden go, Oh crap, this team is real. You know, what, what are your feelings on it? Um, well, so I honestly think that like how, how far forward are you talking here? <laughs> let's, uh, let's just say the next like five years, you know, you say, okay. Put it that, yeah. uh, first I mean, yeah. I could see it maybe launching you into sort of like a Vegas Golden Knights type of start to your existence, you know? I mean, I don't see any reason why they should regress. It looks like they identified talent and brought it here and trained them, trained them up and all that. And, like, it looks like it's a very well-run organization, honestly. Mm-hmm. So, to me, like, this is like, hell yeah, let's, let's dominate this fucking league, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I kind of I agree with you. I think that we were able to bring in quite a bit of talent. Um, and we it's it's going back to when we had Danny on the podcast, you know, all those months ago. Um, I'm talking about how you know they were able to get here, get their housing and all that stuff figured out, and then start to play and you know be able to work with teammates and stuff very early on in the process that allowed them to mesh quite a bit. Um, and I think that yeah. again, having the talent along with the the chemistry for the team then goes really, really long ways. And obviously the reason why we won the West, I think that the question truthfully goes into, <laughs> are we going to be able to retain Lubin? Are That's exactly what I was going to say. say. Yep. Is, is yeah, it going to be the 2019 blues all over again, where we're rock solid and then it all goes up, it falls apart. You know, we end up, we just can't retain it. Like you said, I, I wanted to bring up that point because that's yeah. the only, the only fear is like you do so good, then everybody's worth goes up as well and you can't afford them and you to keep them on. Or they, and so go, or they go to, or, you know, overseas, you know? Sure. Absolutely. They could yeah. be, they could be going to other leagues as well, where they could be making more money, which they have already been offered before, you know, um, you know, some of our players, yeah, I mean, prime example of that. So it's very possible, but, um, I mean, that still doesn't make us can't... not want a cup though. You know what I mean? So right, right, it's just, yeah. it'll be interesting yeah, to see if we can pr- proceed, if we can have this kind of, uh, uh, if we can be a contender next year as well, that's really for sure. I mean, this could all yeah. just be beginner's luck. That's just how things are. But if we can come back next year and show domination in the Western conference, I mean, I can't, who can argue with you then at that point, you know? Exactly. Yeah. OJ, what were you going to say? I, mean, I don't know. I'm just saying like, I, I don't think this is like, you know, the XFL or something like, if people are signed to play for you, they have to play for you. Like if, if somebody from the English premier league says they want to get one of our guys, like they can't just break their contract. You know what I mean? Like we would, um, we could you're sell them. Right. So my yeah, point exactly. is we kind of control that for some of these guys at this point, you know, 
I mean, yes. obviously that you'll still have to worry about losing people because they will. I mean, I do, that's a success story, right? If somebody can go mm-hmm. from playing on your team in the N- MLS to like the premier league or some shit, then like you're going to want, you're going to have a bunch of players coming into your academy and all that stuff. And mm-hmm. it's going to be good news for you. But, uh, yeah, like Leuven, I'm pretty sure he's with us at least next year too. Uh, but yeah, I'm double checking here. Uh, he actually, technically, yeah, he is. He's actually under a uh, base hour of 1.2 million, um, all the way through 27, and he has a club option at 27. There so there you go. So I mean, we're good with we could trade him off. Only getting paid 1.2 million dollars. Yes, that's yeah. pretty good for MLS. MLS. And he has, yeah, he has a guaranteed. Yeah, that's well, that's his base salary. His guaranteed salary, you know, is 1.3. But yeah, it's not. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's not incredible. I mean, that still makes you incredibly wealthy. I mean. Cause he's getting yeah, that he's, a year for all those years. <laughs> like, yeah, he's good. Yeah. But, the highest player that we're paying is I think Berkey. So yeah, that makes sense. And I don't think Berkey's probably going anywhere no, either. Cause I mean, no. he could have played in a bunch of other leagues. And he, he still he's here until at least 25. So it looks like and I I'm think that Berkey here. specifically wants to stay in, in, in MLS, you know, and uh, obviously city's on part of that, but I think he wants to stay mm-hmm. in MLS because he's got a lot of good exposure. And, uh, you know, it's it's like I look back on it all the time and it's just like because I had a conversation with some of my friends about that. And they're like, well, why wouldn't they go to like, you know, the Premier League and something like, OK, well, it's like being a senior in not necessarily being good enough to start on varsity. So like you're going to be riding the uh, riding the pine at the varsity level or do you just go to the JV level and go out there and start and so you can actually play? Which one of those are you yeah. more, more or less likely going to enjoy? You know, like if the team is really good where you might be able to win state or something like that in high school, then maybe you want to look at varsity if you want to get a ring. But if you want to play and you want to work on your craft and that's who you are as an athlete, then stick with the JV team. You know what I mean? Yeah. But, I mean, it still kind of has an argument because there's a lot of teams and leagues between St. Louis and Dortmund. Oh, for sure. So, like, yeah. <laughs> he could have started yeah. at even a higher quality club probably as far as i can tell there's probably some other league that would have been happy to have so i don't know why he came here but i'm happy he did because he's a fucking i'm stud. so glad he did Got yeah. him for a while and we have klaus for a while too like i think we have all three of them at least and then if you look at our city two and some of the guys we brought up this year like aziel jackson started the year mm-hmm. in city two and now he's like a really good starter for us most nights at uh, the number 10 spot. Like, <laughs> I mean, we got player, de- we got a lot of talent in the system. It looks like it really does. That should sustain us for a while. It's pretty impressive what they're able to do. Yeah, it's very impressive. Not just the, it, it, 2.0 J it's, it's very impressive. Not only did they have a good season, obviously winning the West, but it looks like we are truly set up for success in, in the next couple of years. And even if we have a target on our back, you know, obviously winners of the West and you kind of know who we are. I think, honestly, because of the fact that we won, because you see our brand new facilities, that everything is all sparkly and shiny new, and you see the passion of the fans, I think more MLS players are going to maybe look at us for signing contracts with us. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? I, I think that we could even yeah. get better from from that. Sure. I mean, everyone wants to play for a winning team, so... <laughs> 
But yeah, absolutely, I mean, like, and especially. Go on. Well, especially if you can develop them too, because like that's mm-hmm. how it works. They have their like own academies and shit. So if yeah. people see you graduating guys to like eat the eat European leagues and stuff, they're gonna be like, "Well, shit, I think I want to try to go to their success, academy." Yeah, yeah. yeah absolutely. <laughs> so that's how you become a monster in the MLS. Yeah. But I, I do believe that, um, you know, this team, it, it definitely is set up for success in the future. Um, you know, it kind of already made the, that point where I believe the veterans can it can come here, too. But I do believe that it's going to be very interesting to see if we can keep this up. Like, let's say for the next five years and so just using that again as like a reference point. Can we win the West, you know, three times in those five years? I think it's very difficult to do because it's not like we have an established team that has been consistently up at the top, like uh, more, not really LAFC because LAFC's got a couple of good players just recently. And now they've kind of built themselves up before that it was LA galaxy, but Seattle Sounders have been very, very solid for a very long time in the West. Um, So, you know, that that's kind of the, the, the only thing that I look for is I really hope it's not a flash in the pan, but to your point, OJ, that you brought up, it's not like the XFL where we do control these players. And yes, they may demand that they get released. That can happen. They can say, I'm just not going to play for you. Um, but I believe oh, yeah. that it'll be a lot less of that compared to like the, uh, the XFL. Like for example, for, for the battle Hawks, we don't even know who's going to be our starting quarterback because AJ McCarron yeah. is, he's gone. We don't know. <laughs> I was like half our team is gone, dude. Where did AJ go to? He went to Cincinnati. Because yeah. Joe Burrow got injured, and he is now on their practice team. Now, here's the good news about oh, that. the Bengals he could come come back. He could he very well come back. back. <laughs> he could absolutely no, no, no. He, could. He has, he has until literally the new year. If he's still on an NFL contract, he has yep. to stay with that NFL contract. Yes. But if he either gets released or he decides to walk away to come back to St. Louis, and this is a lot of people are saying that he's not necessarily having a great time. Like, he went to Cincinnati, which was the team that uh, that drafted him, right? He went there there because there was potential opportunity for him to be the number three uh, quarterback. But now that Joe Burrow is back and he's consistently playing, yeah. he's down to like the number four. So yeah. you're not going to be the backup on the practice team. You know what yeah. I mean? Especially right. and, I think, and he wanted to do this to be able to play team. too. Yeah, and yeah, he's exactly. wanting to play he too. He wanted to work on the track. Yeah, exactly. But yeah. he thought he may have, you know, have a shot here at least, you know. And For he sure. might. Yeah. And yeah. what is it that he's yeah. losing by doing this? Because you know, the point is, is he could absolutely Nothing. come back before the end of the year. So he might as well go try out. You know. Yeah. Take your shot. Go out and work no, on your no work on your craft. Out. You're playing with NFL guys. You're getting mm-hmm. NFL uh, equipment and all that stuff. Able to stay. You know what I mean? Like so. There's really yeah. no downside to this as long as you come back. If there's a massive downside if he does not come back. Oh yeah. Um, because then again, we don't know who the hell is going to be our quarterback. Um, but you know, it's it's going to be interesting. I do believe too, not to get off of the topic because I want to stick with City, but I do believe that you know XFL this coming year is going to be very interesting. I think we're going to see a lot of pe- a lot of people from the practice teams. All of a sudden, go. You know what? I'm done with like the NFL until like I because I, I feel that I'm just not getting playing time, and I want to mm-hmm. go prove it. And they'll they'll For come sure. down the XFL. I really yes. believe that we're going to start seeing some of that uh, more players yeah. coming down and and leaving at the same time. Well, yeah, so especially it's be, it's success. And I think overall is pretty successful. You know, comeback for them. You know, it's really going to take mm-hmm. people making the jump to the NFL and having like legit careers. You know, 
Right. Once right. people start doing that, then you'll see more people doing what you're talking about. But right now, if guys, I think if guys are on a practice squad, they're like, I at least have this. <laughs> I'm not letting go of it until I have to. No, you know what I mean? So. Well, y- yes and no. Um, because like, for example, what I mean more or less is going to be like veterans that are not getting the contracts that they want. So um, because here's the, here's the thing about it. It could be in the middle of the XFL season. And if an NFL team comes to you and says, hey, here's the contract that we want to sign you, they can sign them right away. That's the whole reason why the XFL made that partnership that they weren't going to hinder the NFL teams. And I look at veterans like Kareem Hunt. Kareem Hunt was trying to find a uh, team, couldn't find anything until the injury to Nick Chubb. Then, you know, um, Cleveland decided, okay, we'll bring Kareem Hunt back. But Kareem Hunt wasn't getting a contract anywhere. So then why, if I'm Kareem Hunt, I go, okay, you know what? I'm going to prove it that I still have it. I'm going to go start on a team and I'm going to dominate that league, put up ridiculous numbers. So another team looks at me and goes, okay, this guy can still play. You know what I mean? I I think we're definitely going to see older running backs in, especially with the running back state in the NFL, in the XFL. But again, we're getting off of the the topic of of, uh, STL City. We're going from what foot? Oh, football to football. Football to football. (laughs) We need to bring it back a little bit. But true, yeah, true. so I'm very uh, I'm very excited, obviously, for City coming into these uh, to these playoffs. I know that I'm going to be going to at least one game, right, right, Adam? Yes, absolutely. Uh, right at the end of this month, it looks like most likely they have yet to select the date, but I think between like the 29th, 30th, or somewhere in there, I believe, will be the first game. So yeah, that'll be exciting. Was, uh, that'll be first very round. Very thankful to. Very, very thankful to uh, Together Credit Union. I just got to give that Thank shout you. out. Thank you. This is a shout they, out. They give me the City Plus uh, uh, membership for free. That's awesome. And uh, so that way I was able to get early access to get the strip tickets. So I'm very excited to the potentially I could see every game besides the the final, but we'll see what happens, right? Achieve it um, with Together Credit Union at togethercu.org. Here you go. I figured, Thank I you, mean, Mr. We're, Promo. We're, I was going to say, apparently we're plugging them. So I was like, might as well go all out. So yeah, now you get an extra 50 cents in your, in your, <laughs> you get an extra 50 cents in your credit union account. Now, there you go. Good luck. I need to go, uh, go to the bank tomorrow and just be like, Hey, so you guys want to throw us like $5 so I can give you an actual ad. So we can have paid that was our first real ad. There we go. Yeah. So anyway, that is a cool, Hey, I have, I have to admit that is a pretty cool perk because the fact that you get all those, you know, like access before the, uh, the public is obviously with everybody just going going crazy right now for tickets like 90 i looked and i think it was like 95 percent of season well, ticket holders that, bought all yeah. the bought the strips and then immediately all the you know the the plus members or whatever bought all the rest so pretty much there's nothing well, left Adam, for the as, general public or very little <laughs> so as you know sweet. like we were we were on the phone discussing tickets or whatever and it was like 10 minute conversation about okay this tickets and like price points and stuff like that and all of a sudden they were gone and i'm like what and so then i I had like went back into it and they released Mm -hmm. another wave and all those tickets were gone so i was like all right well at this point we just kind of need to to be in our price point any tickets are available and and hopefully get get it i was like just pull the trigger i was finally (laughs) able to get into the the checkout but yeah 95 percent of ticket holders opted to secure their seats for the playoffs so yeah there you go i'm surprised it's not 100 but you know yeah, that is uh, that is crazy. But let's take a look at the, the uh, playoff preview here. So I want to give a quick, uh, quick rundown of how the MLS uh, playoffs are going to work for anybody that's uh, not too familiar with it. 
Uh, it is different this year because there's going to be more teams in it compared to the uh, past years. Um, so there is the wild card. There's no longer uh, the, the first seed used to get a first round buy. That's not the case anymore. There is quote unquote wild card. The wild cards can be between uh, play between the eighth or ninth uh, eighth and ninth team um, in a winner take all. Uh, there's going to be no extra time. It'll be going straight to a shootout. If the game is tied after 90, uh, the winner of that will take on city. Um, and then at that point in time, it's going to be four versus five, three versus six, two versus seven, one versus again, city versus the eighth or ninth team. Um, it will be the best of three in that one. There's no aggregate. So if anybody doesn't know what aggregate means um, in like La Liga, Premier League and stuff like that, they do a lot of this, especially in playoffs where you play a home and away game. Um, and then whoever scores the most goals in those two games moves on. doesn't matter. You could, you could still lose one game, one nil and win the second game four nil. And you would move on four to one in aggregates at that point in time. Um, they're not doing that. They're just doing a straight up win. Um, they're trying to also kind of expedite it a little bit for the first round. So if the game is tied after 90, we're going straight to shootouts um, for any one of those first round games. After that, it goes into a win or go home situation. Um, so it's not a best of three, best of five or anything like that. It just goes into a single elimination and it's standard extra time rules. And that goes all the way down until uh, the finals. Um, so taking a look here for our potential playoffs, we are uh, play, uh, excuse me, possible matchups. We have San Jose Earthquakes, FC Dallas, Sporting KC, Minnesota United FC. So uh, I'm going to go through a little statistics here. I'm going to e ask you guys each individually what your thoughts about the team we're going to be facing and what you think that, um, like, should we be concerned or should we not be concerned uh, as City fans? Uh, let's talk about San, uh, San Jose Earthquakes. Uh, San Jose Earthquakes right now, because they still have a game left to play there, 10, 13, and 10 um, for a total of 43 points, again, with a game left to play. Um, we currently, this year, are 2-0 and against them, and we are 4-1 to in goals out of those two goal, uh, two games. Um, currently, the, uh, the tracker has their probability of making it to the first round and winning that wild card game at 18%. Adam, I'm going to start with you. What what's your thoughts on San Jose Earthquake? Did they scare yeah. you? The, Not really, honestly. Of the of the top few teams, I'll reserve my comment for the others afterwards. Honestly, we put up a pretty good showing against San Jose this year. Um, mm -hmm. They just, you know, I I honestly think that we can uh, continue to, um, uh, you know, we'll see a, a good showing uh, as long as St. Louis stays healthy going into it. But uh, so let's. Let's see what happens, but I think it'll be a pretty, uh, pretty quick uh, first round for us. So I expect us to go to and out at that point, and we'll we'll be we'll win it uh, without a single win uh, from San Jose. So I expect to be over in two games. Yeah, I, I kind of feel the same way. If we face San Jose, I think it'll be a 2-0 sweep. Um, they don't concern me really. Their their back structure is really bad, and I think now that we have Klaus and it has a lot of you know, the height ability well, and stuff like that, as well as the explosive play. I think he can of the, two, of the two there. of the two games of the two matches we've had against them. They've only scored one goal against us. So there you go. I know that's what I said. Yeah. So I said earlier, we were four and one. <laughs> I'm not too worried. Yeah. Yeah. Man, and they've only scored yeah. one of the in the two in the two game in the two matches. They've only scored one goal total. So I'm not too worried. Exactly. Yeah. OJ, yeah. what's your what's your take on San Jose? I mean, you kind of with us on that. Are you not really too fearful? Yeah. For them? Yeah, we ought to roll. 
we ought to roll. We got uh, home field all the way through yep. uh, till the till the cup. So I honestly think we're gonna roll all the way through because I just think these dudes know how to play soccer really well. <laughs> I think they play the yeah, sport sure. the right way, and they have talent, which is just a killer combination. Yeah, and uh, that's something I did not mention. So the best of the three, uh, the way this works, it'll be a home game for the higher seed, so for us. The second game will be away. The third game, if needed, will be at home as well. Um, Let's take a look here at the most likely team to be able to get out of the wild card um, and be facing us. That is FC Dallas. FC Dallas Mm -hmm. currently is at 10, 12, and 10. Uh, They have two games left. They have 42 points. That's the reason why they have a high probability, but they also could slip into the seventh position and not even be in the wild card spot. Just depends. Um, we are one and one against Dallas this year, but we are two goals for us, three for them in the goal differential. They have a 28% chance, according to the playoff probability tracker, to get to that place. Um, OJ, I'm going to start with you on this time. What, what's your thoughts on Dallas? Do they scare you? Do you have any nerves about facing them compared to some of the other teams? Yeah, Dallas is one of those teams that you don't want to play in the playoffs. They're kind of like uh, the Blues under Ken Hitchcock. Like they're gonna, they're gonna, they play good defense. They play hard, and they're gonna drag you down and uh, turn into a low-scoring game that can go either way. So they're definitely a team I'd be worried about facing. Yeah, and I, I agree with you completely, OJ, because, to, I mean, we didn't have the greatest showing. Yes, we were able to re, uh, avenge our loss to them earlier in the season. But again, on aggregates here, it's two for us, three for them, and a 1-1 showing, right? So to me, that, that kind of like leaves a little bit more of ambiguity to what it, what potentially could happen. It's not like more to me like San Jose Earthquake or definitely the next team I'm going to mention, I think it would be more of a foregone conclusion um, that, you know, we're just better. We're a better team. We have better talent, um, but I'm not terribly too certain. You know, FC Dallas has been everywhere this season from number three in the West all the way down to 12. Um, so they've kind of been all over the place, right? Um, but yeah. it's just not a team that, as you said, that you want to face, especially in the playoffs, especially in a, if it comes down to like a game three, win a, a win or go home kind of situation, you much rather try to take an easier path of resistance, right? Um, Absolutely. But Adam, <laughs> what's your thoughts on uh, FC Dallas? Yeah, I definitely agree with you on that. Um, of of San Jose and Dallas, I definitely do not want to be facing Dallas. Um, to OJ's point, they definitely have a much more. They have a strong defense. We've clearly seen this before. Um, you know, they, sh- I think they shut us out in one of their games. If I remember right, they did. Yeah. Two, I, two, yeah. Uh, two, oh, they, they, yeah. One. Yeah. And I think, and then the other one was still a pretty close game as well. Yeah. Two to one. We won. Yep, yeah. Two and one. So yeah, it, we definitely don't really want to face Dallas if we can. Um, that one would definitely, I expect if we do, we're going to be seeing all three games and, but we'll, I think we'll see a win in at home and for St. Louis. That's kind of what I have it as well. If we face if we face Dallas, I wouldn't be surprised to win game one, lose game two in Dallas, yeah, right, and then win game yep. three here. That's what I'm expecting. Yep. And it'll be yeah. it'll be low scoring and tight, but I think we could we got to win still. I think we're of the you know if you stack the two teams, we're still a better team on paper than they are. I agree with that. Yeah. Um, let's yeah. take a look at the third team on this list. 
and it's Sporting Kansas City. So Sporting mm. Kansas City, <laughs> uh, with one game left, they are 11 wins, eight uh, eight draws, 14 losses. Um, again, with one game left, they have 41 points. Uh, we are two and one against them in the season. In nine, I thought we three goal differential. I'm sorry. I thought we, I. Oh, wait, how many have we lost to them? Two one. Two and one. We're two and one against. Them. Okay. Okay. I got you. Got you. So, oh yeah, there was um, one earlier in the season. That's right. I forgot about that one. My bad. It was this. Yeah. So we we won four nil in our first game, uh, our first outing against them. We lost right. our second yep. outing against them. I think two to one, and then I think we won four to one in their in our third game. Yeah, that's right. I completely forgot about that one earlier in the season. But yeah, you're right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and the uh, playoff probability tracker has them at seven percent right now to make it to that next round. Um, you know, I'll, I'll start with this one. Um, Sporting KC does not scare me at all. I'm very surprised we even lost that second game uh, to them, but they won two to one. You know what I mean? And then mm-hmm. the other games were 4-0 us, 4-1 us. So I really just believe that, it, I mean, it's not to say that Sporting K- uh, KC can't get the job done. I just, I am not threatened by them by, by any stretch. And that was in KC on top of it too, so... For sure, you know, yeah. For that second game, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, so. The game that we lost. So I'm not really all that concerned about KC, honestly. I I would easily face KC or San Jose, and I would say we'd be able to go in and sweep them. You know, for yeah. sure. Yeah, I, I'm yeah. I'm the same way. I think Kansas City's scared of us too because, uh, you know, when they that game they did beat us in. Obviously, the ref had to miss a handball, and a that's true. Stuff had yeah, to go really yeah. wrong valid for point. Us. Yeah, that really was. But, uh, they were. Yeah. Well, but more importantly, if you notice that game, like I've never seen a team waste so much time once they get ahead. Like they, it was disgraceful the amount of time they wasted in that game. Like. It it felt like somebody was injured after every stoppage because they're taking mm-hmm. that long to get to the ball to throw it in and shit. Like mm-hmm. I've seen teams, like I've watched most of the games this season, so I've seen teams play St. Louis when they're ahead, and there's a difference between you know not rushing to like do something, and then there's like what Kansas City was doing. It was straight up just like I said, it was disgraceful. <laughs> there's a difference but, between sportsmanship and being an ass. You know what I mean? Um, a, yeah. a, like I'll, I'll kind of give this as an example, right? So like, uh, as you guys know, and most of the listeners, cause I talk about it, it feels like every week I play softball and, but you're on a time limit. So you're on a 50 minute time limit for each game. So a team that we are facing just recently, um, they were up and um, it's not a team that normally gets up against us. And uh, we were, kind of getting a little frustrated. We weren't able to get any hits or whatever, but towards like the last like few innings, when we started getting momentum, the pitcher like took his sweet time, like every, after every pitch, he stepped off the mounds, you know, wiped his brow and would like kind of get <laughs> yeah. set. And there was, there were several times where he would uh, like double tip or like he, would, <laughs> like he would talk to like one of the infielders. This was like literally, so I'm on deck, I'm on deck. And all of a sudden, like the third baseman says a joke and he starts like, he doubles over and he's just laughing about it and then he turns in and like has a conversation with this guy for not that long but still like a minute or two and you're like that could have yeah. at least been two pitches like dude come on like that that's yeah. not like sportsmanship at that point that's just being an ass yeah let's delay you know a game I mean? why is the ump not calling that <laughs> yeah you know that's yeah. complete delay a game 
Poor yeah. shit. <laughs> so, and I will yeah. tell you that I, I, I've never seen a delay of game called in soccer except the MLS. I've seen it, it in the MLS two years ago, and I don't remember why, but I was watching those Seattle Sounders game in the playoffs and they got called they the ref called delay of game on them essentially for like an unsporman like essentially i don't remember the exact like call or what the like the terms would be in soccer like what the ref would call but essentially like yeah. it, it, like it, it was a red card so they they put a guy off the field so it was now a 10 to 11 the game was a foregone conclusion at that point but he was like trying to prove a point like you got to move on like there, there's just too much yeah mm. yeah it's uh like i said is it was just yeah Kansas City, I think they're just, I think they're just terrified to give us the ball back because they're like, holy shit, we actually might beat them. Like, <laughs> right, yeah. So, yeah, that's what, that's like when you're facing bat, like you're playing hoops with your older brother in the driveway, and all of a sudden, like you get up and you're like, all right, cool. Well, this is only halfway. We're playing the 21. I'm up 15 to 14. Let me take the ball. And I'm just gonna punt it across the street so we can like the game is <laughs> over at this point. So yeah. That way, you know, I, yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Oh, look, I won. Anyways. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. It'd be like uh, from the office where Michael is just like, oh, yeah, foul, foul. Oh, that was that was such a bad foul. Like, you did that on purpose. <laughs> All right. Well, that's the end of the game. Who uh, Whoever was up was, was uh, you know, won the game. Yeah. Well, that was yeah. you, Michael. <laughs> I guess you guys are working this week. <laughs> I remember <laughs> that. Yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah, that would yeah. be awful. Yeah, season one, episode five. <laughs> but, yeah. <laughs> Anyways, uh, let's uh, get to the last team here that I have on the list, and that's Minnesota United FC. Uh, they are 10, 11, and 12 this season uh, with 41 points. They do have a game remaining. We are 1-1 one and one against them, and we are tied on goals 2-2. Two and two. There is a 6% chance that they do make it to the uh, round one against us. Um, you know, OJ, I'll start with you here. What do you think about Minnesota? Do, I mean, do they scare you? Do you have any concerns there? So, yes and no. I mean, they. So it, it's kind of weird with them because uh, when they are playing, uh, when they're playing at home, they're pretty tough to beat. I guess we would. It would be, or is it the other way around? I think it's the other way around. Like they play loose when they're at home and tough on the road. But uh, yeah, I don't know because they they also like have that just super solid defense when they're playing well anyway. And then they just quick strike attack down the field when they're able to catch you up too much. Like that's kind of our weakness. So they're a little worrying, but I also think they've been having a really rough patch here. Uh, So I think also that they may just not be very good. Like they're, they're very much a poor man's Dallas, I guess. Although that's probably uh, a little insulting to Dallas. I think Dallas is yeah. You know, more active than, than Minnesota mm-hmm. is. <laughs> Minnesota is more like the team. like just absolute rope dope type team. <laughs> so well, it's interesting too because Minnesota has been all over the place this season as well. But they're all they're right now at eleventh. Um, so they're two spots out of that. Um, they and obviously you know the probability shows that they they don't control their own destiny and they are you know only six percent. Their goal differential right now is minus three. That's all you really have to know. You know what I mean? Like out yeah. of the teams that we fa- uh, out of the teams that I've mentioned here, the teams that we're most probably going to be facing between um, San Jose, Dallas, Sporting, Casey, and Minnesota, only one of those teams has a positive goal differential, and that's FC Dallas with plus one. You know what I mean? Like San Jose yeah. is minus four, 
Kansas City is minus three. Minnesota is minus, uh, minus three as well. Or I said Kansas yeah. City is minus five, not minus three, my fault. Um, but the, the only thing that does concern me a little bit, and you already brought it up a little bit, OJ, is Minnesota likes to play the crap. And if anybody doesn't remember, Minnesota ended our uh, win streak at the beginning of the season. We were 5-0, and oh, and then we in our sixth game, we went up against Minnesota and lost that game 1-0. Um, so it, it's going to be a tough matchup, I think, regardless. Um, but I think that it just depends if we can get the attacking structure going, if that makes sense. Yeah. Do yeah. you remember uh, if that first game against Minnesota, was that at Minnesota? Or was that, that the one was, that here? No, I think it was home. Um, give me two okay. seconds, because I actually have their – I got, like, them pulled up real quick. I can tell you the results. But um, before I get, get to uh, – before I say that – actually, hold on. It, it's it's probably right here. Um, it was – yeah, it, it was at uh, – it was at City Park. That's what I thought. Okay. So, the, yeah, that's what it is. They're, they play – this season they've played, like, way better on the road than home. <laughs> So it is kind of a little, you know, they might actually play oh, better yeah, against us here. So, so uh, that could be, since we know we'll have home field advantage, they might actually be tougher for us that way. <laughs> yeah, well, hopefully they just get, you know, dropped out. And so we yeah. don't really have to worry about it. But uh, Adam, I mean, what's your thoughts on Minnesota? Yeah, I mean, they they don't scare me as much, but, you know, they obviously with our track record with them, you know, it's it's we're going to expect probably, you know, another low scoring game, which obviously does not play to our advantage. Um, but honestly, I I really don't see that even making the wild card to begin with. Um, yeah. They haven't been playing all that great. Yeah. You know, the last game they won was uh, was against L.A. Galaxy. But, you know, that was Galaxy. So I'm not, uh, you know, all that concerned. You know what I mean? So they uh, overall have not been performing very well. So I I'm not even really considering them. Yeah, again, to me, out of the teams, out of the four teams, they're the second one that scares me the most. I mean, Dallas still scares me the most for sure. But I think that Minnesota, I think we can beat them for sure. Obviously, we've proven that we can, but we're just going to have to be, we're really structured defense regardless if we're going to make it anywhere in the playoffs. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. We're going to have to keep up the good work. I mean, hopefully that, uh, uh, who was it that didn't play in Vancouver? Uh, well, anyway, one of our one of our center backs sat out uh, the Vancouver game, mm-hmm. so and it, he's the the newer guy that we got back healthy. He's been pretty good defensively for us, so hopefully he can stay in for the all the playoffs. You know. Yeah, and that's the thing about it is it's staying healthy too. You know, so we'll we'll yeah, because yeah, it's super. Fun. By the way, I I just got to say this because we're we're gonna move on from MLS and and City here in a second, but. Isn't it kind of funny how there's no more conversations about Miami anymore? Yeah. yeah. Isn't that funny? Well, we've all been well, saying except, it for a except while. Except that they nominated Messi for MVP. For well, of league. course they did. No, yeah. Just, <laughs> yeah. It, so, and here's the what funny thing. A little bit so he I actually played, but whatever. I, I understand <laughs> completely that he's, he should be nominated MVP. Um, Should he win it? Absolutely fucking not. But I can well, understand he didn't even, that. He wasn't even here for half the season. 
I honestly I don't think he should even be nominated, dude. Like he he's been wh- hurt so much at this point. He hasn't even played. Yeah. He's played like what, like a game or something for actual MLS. Most yeah. of the games he's played with Miami were in leagues come. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so that doesn't. So the, the only book. reason, the only reason why, like, and I'm not saying they're saying that he should be like in a, a finalist. The reason why I say that he should be nominated more in in the fact of like he should be nominated as the MVP for Miami. Not for the league, right? That's kind of what I mean. Well, yeah, but they have nothing else going well, on yeah. in Miami. For sure, for That's sure. Why <laughs> and, uh, they drew a shitload of money because people actually are interested in them because they, you know, he drew all that interest in Miami. So, and the MLS. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, I guess from a name recognition perspective, but the, the, the fact is, is that he just hasn't performed enough to qualify for MVP. I mean, no, it's just kind I of agree. an insult he, to everybody else. It's just like, oh, yeah, I came in in the last five minutes and, you know, I got the last I got the MVP. But yet it's like, well, what about everybody else has been here for the entire season and performed, yeah. you know, to the top notch? So, yeah, kind of slap in the face. Lumen, I think deserves MVP. If I'm slapping the face. I yeah, exactly. Or I mean, Cincinnati yeah. has a really good team as well. Their goaltender has been phenomenal as well. But it's it's very interesting the the the, the about face that not just. It, like the entire MLS and ESPN is, is, you know, they're, they've all backed off on like the messy stuff, which understandably he's gotten injured and stuff. But I remember it was a couple of weeks ago. I mean, and at this point it's probably like three weeks ago, but I was watching the, uh, um, this, at the city game. And so it goes to halftime and then everybody on that, like, you know, a little halftime show thing or whatever was talking about the rest of the league and stuff. And they were talking about Miami and how Miami was a foregone conclusion that they were going to make the playoffs. And I'm sitting there going, guys, they're still nine fucking points out. You're making the same. You yeah. seem like they're just going to waltz in because they have Messe. Dude, there's like, they're still nine points out. Yes, they still have like a bunch of games in hand, but it's still stupidly hard to do that. Do you not understand the three, four mm-hmm. games yeah. back? And so here's the funny thing. Yeah. When Messe when Messe came into the league and came into MLS, Miami was 14th in position-wise. Guess where they're at now? 14th. Yeah. Just saying, and they most like yes, they they've they've only played 32 games. They have two games in hand, but the the team in front of them is New York City FC with 38 points. So the the like the likelihood here of them sticking in 14 place, they're not going to drop to 15 because Toronto is the worst team in the league with only 22 points. I mean, Toronto has four wins this year and 19 losses. Like, good lord, like it's just bad for for Toronto, right? But. Again, like it's going to be interesting to see next year when they have Messi for the full year and all that stuff, blah, 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 blah. But Messi's so busy with international scheduling and stuff like that. Plus, yeah. he's also older. I'm not yep. even terribly too certain that Messi is going to stick around for that long, if I'm being quite honest. Like, I think that he's already accomplished everything. He's got nothing to prove anymore. He's already accomplished everything he needs to. I think that he's going to stick with maybe two more years in MLS, maybe. But who knows? It'd be interesting if he does sign with Barcelona as well and go you know, back to Barcelona. So it'll be go interesting. back again. Yeah. Because they're really wanting they're really wanting him back. But it does sound like he is very, very content in the MLS right now. Mm-hmm. Um, so who knows? I mean, he would have to be exhausted, I would think, after all that. You know what I mean? Like he's going to have absolutely no break. Go go into go to back to Barcelona and then immediately have to come back to Miami. Well, no, you can't do that. So you wouldn't be able to you wouldn't be able to play in La Liga and MLS. So you wouldn't. Well, I'm just saying he would have to probably like miss out on a couple of months at the beginning for Miami. Or he would, but you can't, you can't, 
if you're on contract with Barcelona, you are not like you're a, you're on a soccer contract, and those are kind of like global, so he wouldn't be able to play for both teams. That's kind of what I was was getting at. So you're saying that he like, wouldn't be able to return at that point? No, no, no. So if he if he signs a contract with Barcelona, he's going to Barcelona. He cannot come back to MLS unless he. Uh, is I thought they could loan him out, but uh, or trade. Yeah. yeah, you can loan him for sure. You can loan him, but then he's not playing for Barcelona. He's not like so. The way the loans work is like so. I loan you a player. But that doesn't mean that he's playing for me and for you. He's only playing for I you understand that. I no, I I get that. I'm talking about though after Barcelona's done, they could send him back to Miami though. Uh well, yeah, but it, it doesn't really work. It's okay, like we that can either. move on. Yeah. It's yeah. okay. So but 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 there is a lot of speculation to your to your point, Adam, that he is gonna be going back to Barcelona. I but after his nasty exit, I, I don't know if he's gonna want that. But who right. knows? Yeah, you know, at this point. So yeah, you anyways. Certainly- Go on, go on. Okay. I certainly Sorry. hope if you're Miami. <laughs> oh, yeah, for sure. And honestly, if you're an MLS fan, period. I mean, regardless, like, you know, the whole the whole messy hype train really irked me this year, but it's still good for MLS. You know what I mean? It's bringing in a lot of passion and a lot of fan base to those games. Um, You know, so hopefully, you know, you can and we can continue to have a good product and soccer in America can continue to grow. Yeah, for sure. Well, guys, let's transition here to uh, the team that got their uh, season started last year uh, or last year. Uh, last yesterday. night. Yeah. And that is our St. Louis Blues. Um, yeah, they're they're 0 and 1 now. Uh, there was well, a two, we got a few pick up a point, but yeah. Yeah, exactly. So it was a 2 1 shot out loss uh, to Dallas. Um, and so for anybody that uh, does not uh, didn't watch or is not paying attention to it, I guess, but the season has officially started. Uh, let's just get some reactions about game about the game um, and kind of kind of go from there. Adam, I want to start with you. What was your kind of reactions to game one were your takes ways? Anything that you feel that we need to work on? Anything that we did well? Yeah, I mean, I think that Bennington definitely showed up last night for sure. I was happy to see that he was, you know, performing well under pressure and that. And he honestly reminded me the old school Benny. I was really happy to see that for sure. But, you know, for me, um, you know, I, I, oh, by the way, I also want to call out, I'm really glad that uh, Sonny's back too. He, I think, looked pretty well last night as well. He had like... Three shots on goal, I think, overall. So really long happy. To, all. Yeah, long hair and all. So <laughs> happy to see that Sonny's back. And he's been great, too. He's definitely been putting out a lot of statements and whatnot and talking about working their asses off. And he's definitely the go-to guy, you know, kind of like drumming up uh, some, uh, you know, some support, you know, and trying to get the guys excited again for playing hockey. So I'm glad to see he's back and got a good attitude about it. But um and I would say, you know, Robert Thomas, uh, you know, he, he was glad to see him. I think overall, you know, he was pretty good, um, you know, on the penalty kill overall. So, you know, I we don't really have a lot to base this off of. It's been only one game. Yeah, it's only one game. But yeah. I think we did. I think we showed up, though. I really I wasn't completely disappointed with that game. I mean, yes, it sucked that we had to lose in a shutout or, you know, in, sorry, in a um, a shootout. Shoot out, shoot out. But yeah, but. Uh, I honestly think that we, you know, we, we showed up last night and then honestly they were playing harder and that's the kind of blues that I was hoping to see for a while. Yeah. My, my takeaways were very similar to what you just said, Adam, like Bennington was sensational last night. There was four or five times 
that he absolutely rocked. like that save on Joel Pavelski in the second yeah. uh, second he, period. That that unreal. game should have never went to overtime. Honestly, the, the Dallas should oh, have no. really won that at that point because that guy was stopping him left right. He was on his you know he was on his head. He, yeah, he made several 2019 era Jordan Bennington saves that yep. I was very impressed with. I also do like yep. the the push the the quick push to tie the game in the second period. So you give up a goal in the first minute of the second off of a great individual play by uh, Jamie Ben um, that was able to get to the the front of the net and he's a goal scorer and he had a very good shot. Bennington did a very good position taking away the bottom areas of the net and ben, but Ben's just going to be able to put that up and you know it was a very good goal uh, from Ben. But the the work that we put into it to get the pushback, the response, that's the biggest thing. And in 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 Brubay's system, this system is really in for, for the Blues. It's built on our responses, not necessarily taking it to them every single time. But how do we respond when we get a penalty called against us? How do we respond mm-hmm. when we do score a goal or a goal is scored, is scored against us? We have to be able to match the moment emotionally and understand the urgency but we immediately had urgency there and i loved it i absolutely loved it because we missed that a lot last year immediately after they scored that goal and the way they scored it i got the pressure yeah yeah i'm like here here we go like you know well they're we're going to give up a second goal and like now the game's going to run away they the energy i think was there from the start to the end of the game, honestly, like you didn't see them let up. I think the energy was still there from the preseason. So they actually were working with each other. You know, it just looked like that they were, you know, they weren't like the wore out blues that we saw at the end of last season where they were just completely out of gas and they just didn't didn't give a shit. Mm -hmm. Yeah. They didn't care anymore. And it feels like, okay, maybe they're actually going out here and putting up a good fight for it, for a change. So while it was a defeat, I feel, you know, pretty decent about it. I, I'm excited to see, you know, tomorrow night for sure. Yeah. Now I will say the only, da- the only downfall that I had, at least in my thing I hear like things we need to work on the shots, it was 24 to 33. And I understand you're facing the Dallas stars and no, no pun intended. There's a lot of star power on that team. They have a lot of good names. They are a very good team. They are one of the favorites to potentially win the West and get to the Stanley cup final this year. But 24 shots on net is not going to win you very many games. In mm-hmm. fact, 24 shots on net wins you, not joking, 13% of the time. That's not going to win you a lot of games. 33, like I think that when you get into the 30s, lower 30s to upper 30s, or even mid-30s, that's when you get in your sweet spot. And that's what the Blues need to do. They need to be able to – obviously, there was a lot of penalty kills that we had, uh, had to address, um, but we need to be able to generate – more shots we got to be able to curate more offensive chances and you know again 24 shots is not going to get the job done that's eight shots per per period you know where compared to 11 um so Bennington was great but we cannot continue to rely on him in that way we have to be able to make this more more even that's just yeah kind of I guess if there's a negative thing I have to put down to it it's got to be that well, I agree with that. And obviously we're not going to be reliant. We can't be, rely on Bennington the whole time. And unfortunately that's where he kind of got strung out to dry last season as well is the fact that there was nobody, you know, there was no defense in front of him helping him out. So he can't continue to be the only guy that's, you know, on our D line that's actually showing up to work, so to speak. So no, it can't be all on him. OJ, what was your uh, thoughts on, you know, the game last night? 
Well, I thought it was the same way. I mean, uh, I actually was listening to the radio call while I watched it. And so uh, Joey Vitale called uh, attention to it a couple times. Mm-hmm. And he was saying, uh, you know, how all five of them got back into the slot multiple yep. times uh, and made sure that they got the, got any rebounds and stuff and, like, got it right out. And they seemed calm with the puck in their zone under pressure by Dallas. I saw several guys make some really just calm plays and move the puck up. I saw some dumb plays, too, but there were times where I was impressed sure. with uh, how cool they were while they were being pressured pretty hard. Uh, yeah, there was a so. there was a few times that I saw that Pareko made some kind of questionable passes in the defensive end. It, I will say that, okay, it's still game one. Yes, you had a preseason of like three, four games that you may or not, may not be playing. So a lot of that could be the offseason rust, um, you know. But, you know, as you said, OJ, like for the most part, it did seem that the team was de- definitely more comfortable. The entire time they felt like they were engaged in the game, which is a complete 180 compared to what we felt last year as fans watching it i mean it felt like they were so disconnected you know what i mean dude they fucking battled that game like last game i mean that was so Mm -hmm. it was really fun to watch and i mean jordan kairu stuck out to me too he was all over the ice making plays like that's good to see because i mean i thought he did some conditioning work or something uh this season in the off season so it's good to see that uh paying off for him a little bit yeah, for sure. And we, you, you need Kyrie to step up here. If he if he's going to be the bona fide goal scorer in this team, he's going to have yep. to be able to. And the thing about him is, it, it, like specifically him and Robert Thomas, they have to prove it this year. It's it, this is yep. this is their year. And if not, then Doug Armstrong's going to have to make some really difficult decisions. Do we do a complete full rebuild or not? Because if they go into then let's just say this ends up being similar to last year where there you can feel like towards the middle of the season, even at that point, they're kind of phoning it in and they're just, there's no energy. I mean, if I'm, if I'm Armstrong, I'm, I'm sending these guys away. Yeah. Yeah. I get it. Yeah, you want to hold sure. on to them and stuff like that. But at this point, get rid of all the heavy end contracts and mm-hmm. you'll start over like what the, the Detroit Red Wings are, because at least you'll see some passion from young kids, even though they're losing, you much rather see that. You know what I mean? Like it, to your point, OJ, yeah. It was fun to watch, even though they lost. It was a fun to watch. Even if they would have lost in regulation two to one, it mm-hmm. still was. It was to me. It was uplifting. You know what I mean? I had yeah. several people text me. Uh, text me yesterday that said, "Hey, you know what? After two periods, they don't look all that bad." You know? Yeah. And, yeah. It was uh, actually enjoyable. To, it was yeah, actually enjoyable. Exactly. And didn't want to turn it off after a period. That's for sure. So, because I kept, of course, switching exactly. back. I was watching, you know, the Blues game and the Chiefs game, but of course, I was trying to, you know, I was paying pretty close attention to the Blues game because it was actually enjoyable. So yeah. I wasn't expecting that honestly going in. So it didn't look like I definitely. I, I <laughs> oh. and that's exactly what ended up happening with me, Adam. Obviously, you know, I had both the games on and, and TVs right next to each other, and I thought that I was going to be primarily focused on the Chiefs, but I ended up keep getting pulled. It's actually more. Yeah, yeah was I was going to say that the, 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 the Chiefs game was kind of boring, honestly. So yeah, not well, to get into that whole gonna, thing. Yeah, like, yeah, but, yeah. we're not going to get to that, but yeah. Yeah, but I'm just saying, I'll just say the Chiefs game was oh, yeah, overall sure. pretty damn boring, and the Blues game was actually, you know, more, much more exciting to watch, so, which was a nice yeah. change of pace for a minute, you know? Yeah. Yeah. So, and we, we kind of talked about this, but, like, out of the team, you know, the one thing that I want to say, too, and I've already kind of mentioned this in a little bit, you know, one of the things I definitely like so far that they've shown, and they've shown this in preseason, too, is the fight and grit that they have. You know, they, they're rolling their sleeves up and doing the work. 
And I think that that is going to go a long way, especially with Berube, because Berube is is a not he's just a no nonsense, um, you know, type of coach. He wants to, he wants you to roll up your sleeves and get the work done. You know what I mean? I think that in that system, yeah. if as long as you come prepared with your work pail every night and trust in and trust in your system, trust in your your ability to score or not even ability to score, but ability to produce. Just trust in your other uh, teammates as well. I think it's going to go a very long way for these guys. You know what I mean? Yeah, exactly. definitely. Well, guys, uh, there's not much else to talk about when it comes to the St. Louis Blues, because unfortunately there's only been one game in the season. Um, but it definitely looks like we might be heading, um, or at least the season might be better than what we thought. I, you know, after la- watching yesterday's game, I thought that instead of being like 12th in the, uh, the West, like I had them at preseason, Maybe they do sneak into a play uh, playoff spot. Maybe they do, you know, end up being like at eighth or seventh. And we know that once you get in the playoffs, anything and everything can possibly happen. You know what I mean? Yep. So absolutely, you, know, you got to take a look at the Los Angeles Kings. Um, what was it like? 2011 was the year that we were. Yeah, it was 2011 because that was the year that we were in the running to win the uh, President's Trophy. End up losing to Vancouver in the last game face the Kings in the second round after knocking off the Sharks and then they destroyed us and then they end up winning the cup as the eighth seed. <laughs> so yeah. Anyways, let's uh get off of the old playoffs from the NFL or NFL NHL and talk about the current playoffs for the MLB. So we are now already through the uh divisional series and we are into the championship series for both leagues, which is kind of crazy. Um, not really much fight going on. Um, yeah, especially Arizona. So Arizona's on one, and, no, and that's Dude. actually what I got here. So the first one we have is the National League Championship Series versus the Philadelphia Phillies and the Arizona Diamondback. Um, but yeah, as you just said, Adam, geez, the Diamondbacks are on just like, <laughs> on ridiculous. Streak, it was ridiculous. Runs, like, like they just they just took freaking la and just like stepped on them with their foot and just scraped them off like a piece of gum and threw them away it's just like there is no getting around that they literally just squashed the shit out of the dodgers i mean clayton kershaw looked like absolute shit (laughs) that game one so Mm -hmm. damn same with lance lynn too so i mean yeah lance lynn looked like complete shit as well damn it was a four home uh, runs in one inning shitty shit Yeah. Well, whenever it's against the Dodgers for a, for a team that's trying to buy a championship like the Dodgers, um, yeah. it's great to see them once again fail, Soccer. you know. Yeah, it's, yeah. it's failing okay. again in the in the first round and then LDS. So. And, Adam, and I told you, like, immediately it went to some forums and stuff like that, and there was Dodger fans that were talking about how they need to spend more money in the offseason. Yeah. I'm like, dude, yeah. you it's like, have to okay. be fantastic at this point. It's like, they at least, at least one, you know, our yeah, our season was – yeah, sure. Our season was over, you know, a little bit ago, but all you really did is get to the NLDS and you got swept. So really, did you do anything in the playoffs? Not really. So you're not really that much more ahead of the Cardinals in this might have been the right right now. You're both hanging out on the same golf course, L.A. <laughs> Amen to that, man. So. But yeah, the Diamondbacks are, are on one here, but the Phillies also look really good. They just, they just knocked off. Uh, Atlanta, um, which is kind of saying yeah, Atlanta looked like too. that was going to be the team 
Yeah, and uh, there was a lot of bad blood in that series, man. I would not be surprised. Um, Obviously, this was the exact same series in the divisional series last year that the Philadelphia Phillies did win, um, obviously, before getting to the uh, World Series, before losing the Houston Astros. Um, It's going to be interesting, man, because I think that the Philadelphia Phillies are a, a team that's sort of... I mean, they're they're on the rise, but not on the rise because they are a good team. But like, they're starting to get their group back. But I can tell you right now, I can't stand the Philadelphia Phillies. I can't stand Bryce Harper. I'm tired of this shit, man. The dude needs to control his emotions. Like he's been like that ever <laughs> when he was with uh, when he was with the Nats. It was much easier to watch him because like, uh, oh, okay, like he's a young kid, blah 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 blah. But like now, it's like you're an older veteran and you're still doing this shit, staring down a guy. Like that's it, it, come on, man. I get it. The dude said some comp, uh, like said some shit to you, but you're just gonna stare him down twice while rounding the bases. Like, all right, dude. That just shows me how immature you are. But whatever. Yeah. I was gonna say Castellanos has been having a good time. That's for sure. Yes, yeah. So back to back multi home run games. So that first been... player to do that in in MLB history, which is crazy. Yep. Postseason. Yeah. I was say he's been having a hell of a ride there. Yeah, it's super it's it's crazy man but i'm not like so let's just do this right so let's take some predictions here oj i'll start with you who do you think's got who do you got winning the series here between the phillies and and the d-backs well let's see uh who's gonna be home is part of my question phillies phillies gonna have home Uh, probably philly then i mean that team is built to win at that part dude like only yeah, in are. that ballpark can you stick Kyle Schwarber and Nick Castellanos in the outfield at the same time and get away with it. Like that's yeah. the only park where that works. Not to mention part of the reason they mash so well is because they have a fucking band box and a bunch of power hitters. Like it's pretty easy. So they're going to have home field advantage. I think they're going to take advantage of that. Not to mention their uh, pitchers have shown that they can, uh, you know, uh, win them some games too. So they got some good starters. It's gonna be tough for Arizona to get past them. Yeah, I don't know, man. Like I, I really feel that this this is gonna be a longer series. Uh, in my opinion, I cannot root for the Philadelphia Phillies. I can't root for Bryce Harper. I'm not a Philly guy, except for it's always sunny in Philadelphia. It's the only thing Philadelphia I like. Um, <laughs> oh yeah, maybe it Rocky, accurately depicts Philadelphia. <laughs> yeah, One like as few... a <laughs> One of the few it's shows like, that is brave enough to accurately depict Philadelphia. Like, those I, I are you, average citizens of Philadelphia. Yep. That's what that show's about. <laughs> like, those aren't abnormal in any way. Like, that's just the and people that like, live in Philadelphia. Like, <laughs> and that's the reason why the show is literally called It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia, because they're woefully ignorant to the world. That's literally the whole reason why they, <laughs> they did what they did. And I mean, like, yeah. dude. Anyways, um, I'll tell you, the only other show that's gotten the city right is Shameless when it shows the south side of Chicago just being an absolute shit. Well, <laughs> they're not wrong. Show. Been there, done the that. The entire it city is. of Chicago is a shit. Yeah, but, and I don't care yeah, if you're listening to South Chicago, Chicago is god awful. It is the absolute worst. It goes from shit to shittier. Dude. Came into that. It goes from shit to the toilet. Anyway. I was going to yeah, say, like, we're going to have to introduce this to the title of the, of the episode. The I shittiest actually, episode yeah, ever. I actually think Illinois is like just really a terrible state. It's like, a shitty place, you have to admit. It's a shitty place. I took place. a trip to Wisconsin with my girlfriend, <laughs> and we went up through like uh, 
we went up on the western side so we went up through like i guess iowa or something like that Mm -hmm. but yeah we went up through that it was beautiful gorgeous drive and everything we're like we'll come south through illinois it was on the way back and it was terrible dude i mean everyone on the highway was a piece of shit we stopped over because she wanted to get some fucking uh she wanted to get some like little kratom shots or something can't do it and the guy didn't have it. And she's like, oh, can you tell me somewhere else? She's like, you think I'm going to send you my competition? It's like, who the fuck are yeah. you doing? <laughs> my problem was going have it. So the, then it's not a competition if you don't have it. My problem is coming through. I was going to say my problem is coming back one time. And I, of course, the one place I, I stopped and it was a freaking dry. It was a dry county. It was Edwards County. It really pissed me off. Could not believe that. Yeah, I was like, what? No alcohol? How am I supposed to be able to get through this damn trip? This is some bullshit. Right, that's, like going, that's like going to Taco Bell and being like, I'll take a Coke. Right, well, it, Taco Bell is owned by Pepsi, so we have Pepsi <laughs> products. Well, okay, that's okay, fine. Uh, we're, it was like, oh, yeah, like, but you, you got to buy the tacos here. They're like, well, okay, you, good luck with that. You want to go to Del Taco? Because where's the last one you've seen around? Like, Jesus yep. Christ. Oh, that, that's weird, man. But I, I tell you, I, I've said this several times that specifically Chicagoans because there's like I, there's places in Illinois that I like I like Edwardsville a lot Edwardsville is really cool uh the Bing shop over there I'll give those guys a plug too for Aristotle. okay so you're cool with southern yeah. Illinois like most people yeah, oh 100 yeah 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 like as you said most people but in even even those people in southern Illinois will tell you the Chicago they ruins hate northern Illinois them. absolutely <laughs> they're not even part yeah. of the same state like if they were well, up to it, them like you put it on a ballot they're like join Missouri or stay Illinois they'd be like yeah we're joining Missouri so they like yeah, our taxes they you. like our gas they like our cigarettes yeah. they like all that shit they like our when I used to go <laughs> when I used to go into Chicago for a blues Blackhawk game I used to do it every single year. I can tell you so many different times when you just meet some random people and they'd be like, oh, so where are you from? They're like, oh, I'm from St. Louis, you know? And like w- w- and when you're in St. Louis and you're like, oh, I'm from Chicago, they're like, oh, well, you know, that's cool. Like, you know, that, that's cool, whatever. I'm not even joking with you, Adam. It feels like they're like upturning their nose to you. And one, one of these guys goes, oh, so you're those like hick town people, blah, blah, blah. I'm like, you really think that Chicago is that much better than St. Louis? Bro, what you been, dude? I don't live on a goddamn farm. I'm like, what, what? I'm like, really? Like, it's the people in Chicago that feel that Chicago is the Paris of the Midwest. It's like, it's a well, I got city, news man. for him. I got news for him. <laughs> Go to South Chicago and tell me how great it is. Yeah. So, oh, yeah, yeah it, it's literally the worst place I've ever been in the United States. <laughs> that in L.A., those are two horrible yeah, places. LA. Yeah, horrible places I would never want to go to again. South Chicago and L.A. Yeah. So, anyways, let's get anyway. <laughs> After we started talking about shit, we immediately think of Chicago. The East St. Louis were South Side here in just a second. We've got to calm down a little bit. <laughs> I mean, if we want to have a whole podcast dedicated to how much we hate Chicago, I guarantee you we can have many hours of content. So. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Out next week for our next podcast in Chicago, the shit town. No, but you're Shy you're actually right. Town. Everybody I know from Illinois, I work with a lot of people from Illinois. They all also hate Chicago. <laughs> you know what I mean? We'd have a high rating. It's ridiculous. It's a great topic. You know what really grinds my gears? Yeah. Yeah. Chicago. That's how you get an audience. Anyway. Yeah. Anyways. So, to listeners, All right. tell us how much you hate Chicago in the comments. 
Please do. So anyways, all right, I got to get back to this. So screw Philadelphia. I have the D-backs. I have them winning in seven just because I have to go for the Dimebacks. Adam, who do you got in this series? Five for D-backs. Let's go. Um, all right, let's get yep. to this They're uh, on last fire one here. Lately. Yeah, and I'm hoping so, man. I really hope that is, as long as this little tiny break doesn't hurt them, which hopefully it won't, we'll see. But maybe, again, they, if they can win game one, I think they have a real serious shot at this. They really do. You know what I mean? So yeah. Let's talk. Let's talk about the ALCS here. You have the other team that's surging right now, and that's the Texas Rangers. And it's Ooh. the Battle of Texas as the Houston Astros make their Ooh. seventh consecutive ALCS. Now, listen, Adam. You and I talked about this just recently. It it is impressive. It truly, truly is impressive that the the Shros have gotten to seven consecutive AL. Uh, but nobody ALCS. cares. But nobody, nobody cares, cares because they're so tainted from we the trash. We hate them. <laughs> like, we hate them like South Chicago. Sorry, I had or to take it back. Yeah. Or, the, or the Patriots. Like, yeah. Or the Patriots. Or, that's, yeah. Tom Brady. Anyways. Yeah. <laughs> Insert non-St. Louis team here. <laughs> okay. <Yeah. anyways. laughs> um, but, like, you know. The thing is, the Shros are obviously still a phenomenal team. They are right now the hands-on favorite or, to win the World Series again because they are the, obviously, best team on paper out of the four, even con- considering Philadelphia Phillies. Um, but I'm hoping that the Rangers can do something here, and, you know, hopefully they get a little bit more emotion being in the Battle of Texas. Um, but the Astros, they won their Series 3-1 to one against the Twins. The Twins, you know, dominated the Blue Jays. I really thought that the Twins were going to be able to put up more of a fight, but the Astros are just, a, 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 unfortunately, a good team. Um, you know, it just kind of is what it is. Um, you know, I'll start with this one. I'm going to go for the Texas Rangers because I'm hoping to yes. God the Texas Rangers can win. I have them winning in six just to change it up from seven. Adam, who do you got? Rangers in seven because I just simply will not allow the Astros to win. I don't care. <laughs> what are you gonna do? Even, bang on a recycling a recycling bin instead of a trash I'll can? I'll bang their heads on some recycling cans. That's for damn sure. Don't make me come down to I, Texas. Why sure? You know what we need to do. We need to. We need to. We need our cosplay as James and Silent Bob again and do the, the James Pop Strikes Back and just go beat the shit out of some random. I agree. <laughs> from Houston. <laughs> from Houston, LA, Chicago. That's what I'm feeling like is about to happen here, buddy. We're about to have a voyage. We're gonna make it happen. Absolutely. So oh I was gonna say it's gonna happen. Oh dear. You, yeah, I was gonna say uh you know, maybe uh maybe we you can take Verlander and just beat the shit out of him. So there you go. There you go. OJ He's gonna be facing Jordan to Montgomery in the first game too. I know, which is nuts. Yep. Uh, I'll go. I'll go Rangers. Also, I think they have something special going on this year. Mm-hmm. So, uh, I think they're gonna find a way to pull it off. I mean, because like honestly, they've built. They had to have built up enough credit with the baseball gods by now. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like, right. They, yeah, you get to two. You get the two World <laughs> Series in a row. You get the two World Series in a row, and on the second one, you get you get to down to the other team down to the last stri- a strike twice, and you still yeah. can't win. Yeah, yeah, they'll get a blessing this time. They'll get a blessing. Yeah. yeah, and this is like a year when no one really expected it either. So like, 
I mean, people might have thought they would be good, but like, I don't think anyone expected them to be like this. No. So they were very, they were surprised buyers at the trade deadline. I really thought they were going to be sellers for sure, but they end up going yeah. out in the complete opposite. And people were like, why are you doing this? Well, all of a sudden, here they are, one of the last four teams standing. So, you know, they knew yeah. something we did. Oh, exactly. I, I know I saw some people say they thought they'd be good, but I definitely, uh, you know, dismissed them myself because like i'm very much uh like i'll believe it when i see it kind of person Mm -hmm. people have said that for other years before too and they've been trash so but uh yeah so i mean i think maybe this is their time and you know the astros fuck the astros yeah exactly see i'm glad you see things our way yeah All right, gents, well, let's head to our sign out here. Uh, Adam, can you hit the good listeners here uh, what our socials are? Our socials are facebook.com slash the hometown losers, L-O-U-S-E-R-S. And check us out at, on x.com slash hometown losers. We'd love to hear from you, especially your hatred for Chicago. Please. Yeah, that's a good oh, and friend, the Astros, too. The Astros, too. Honestly, you can drop some hate in there that, as well. That one will get a Phillies. lot of trash. And the Phillies. Sure. Yep, yep. And the Patriots. Patriots. Anything that you hate that's not Missouri or St. Louis related, we will accept. Yeah. Right. Just tell us how much you hate Chicago. That's what we do. There we go. But look for that content. So hit us up. Definitely like us. Share for real though. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I was going to say, if you want Josh's number, just hit up the socials and apparently just hate Chicago. And there you go. He's he's set the bar pretty low this week, folks. That's... (laughs) Oh my god! All right, OJ, what do you have for the game of the week, bud? All right, so the we're we're gonna do two because uh, I think that's what I want to do this week. Uh, so f- of course you have Mizzou, Kentucky. That's the that's the main show, main course. And unfortunately, starting only a half hour later than that at 7 p.m., you have the St. Louis Blues hosting the Seattle Kraken for their home opener. So those are both pretty big games and. Uh, I think they'll both be pretty fun to watch. So, I, I definitely think I'm very excited for that Mizzou game. I, I really believe that if we can at least finish this year, say it, uh, in the top 20, you know what I mean? Like 18 or yeah. something like that. I believe that we're going to have a better recruiting. And I think that we will start next yeah. year higher and then just start the process over again to where we're more consistently yeah. up there. You know what I mean? Yeah. I mean, I'm saying like, hell, just go for one of the New Year's Bowls, you know? That's what I want. Right. Still within yeah, reach. <laughs> yep. All righty. Well, we appreciate uh, everybody listening in. Uh, and to you gentlemen, appreciate talking to you guys as I do every week with you. Um, you can catch us here next week on the Hometown Losers podcast. Fuck Chicago. Have a great night, everybody. Fuck Chicago. Hey, this is Josh. Thanks for checking out and tuning in to the Hometown Losers podcast. Check us out next week as we continue our silliness and talk a little bit about the St. Louis sports scene. Catch you next week.